Hey, hey, so excited today to share some things that I'm learning and that will help you in your endeavors as a Christian life coach. Um, about the title, it kind of goes with that What's love got to do with it from Tina Turner? I don't know. I just thought of that. So what has Moses got to do with it? Here we go. Are you a Christian life coach who keeps hearing that you need a course, but you don't know where to start? You're overloaded with information and you don't really want to deal with the technology? If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Dr. Sherry Toledo, and that's exactly what I talk about on this podcast, Created a Coach. So grab your favorite cold or hot beverage, and let's get after this. So all this started not long ago when I got a journal called Know Your Bible Map, a creative journal. It's a guide through the whole Bible with space for prayers and takeaways. There's four spots on each page. It's really been a lot of fun to see all the new insights that God has given me since I started this last March. Well, today I wanted to share with you my takeaways from Exodus 1 to 3. I'm sure you remember the story of the Egyptian king, the one who didn't remember Joseph, and his worries about the Israelites, the fact that they had come to outnumber the Egyptians. He freaked out, and he sent that order to kill all the male babies. But I love this part. The midwives pulled a fast one on him by saying that they couldn't get to the Hebrew women in time. Well, the king made sure that the Hebrew slaves were suffering in hopes that he could keep them under control. Now, you remember the movie, The Ten Commandments, where Moses' mother puts him in a basket in the river and then Pharaoh's daughter finds him. Well, one of the coolest things God does is having Moses' sister be there when Pharaoh's daughter found Moses. And she asked Pharaoh's daughter, do you want me to find someone to nurse the baby? And guess who she gets? You remember Moses's mom. Well, Moses's mom gets to keep him for quite a while. Yay, God, I love that. So let's fast forward where Moses has grown. He sees an Egyptian beating a Hebrew and he kills the guy. Moses didn't think anyone saw him, but the next day, when he was trying to break up a fight between two Hebrew men, it came out that they did see him. So Moses took off and went to the land of Midian. And this is the part I want to focus on. Let's look at how God prepared Moses for his call. Look at Exodus 2.17. Moses is wandering around and ends up in Midian. It's there that he rescues the daughters of the priest, Jethro. He's also called Reue. The girls return to their father and tell him about Moses, and Jethro invites Moses to stay. So now we fast forward to Exodus 3.1, where it tells us that Moses became a shepherd. At this point, Moses didn't know his highest call. He didn't know his assignment, and he didn't know the next steps that God was getting him ready to take. Does that sound familiar to you? Have you been there? You can see how we have the big picture, the call. Then the next level under the umbrella of that picture is the assignment. And then the micro view is the next step. I want you to keep that in mind as we're looking through these next verses in chapter three. 
It's obvious that God didn't give Moses everything all at once. While Moses was becoming a good shepherd, things were heating up for the Israelites. God was putting his plan into action. And one day, while Moses was tending Jethro's flocks, he ended up at the mountain of God, Mount Sinai. You know the story. The Lord appeared in a blazing fire and it amazed Moses. He couldn't figure out why the fire wasn't burning up the bush. It's then that Moses and God starting to have this amazing conversation. God tells Moses, first, take your shoes off, Moses. This is holy ground. Then he goes on and tells Moses who he is and that he knows that his people are being oppressed. In the first part of verse 8, God says, So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. Then in verse 9, he says, Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me. God's compassion for his people results in action. Don't you just love that about him? And Moses is a key part of God's action plan. This is Moses's call to serve God, to be the leader of the Israelites. His first step in his assignment, we find in verse three, God says, now go for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people out of Egypt. So let's review this, these three things. First of all, Moses's call is to be the leader of the Israelites. His assignment is to lead them out of Egypt and his first step is to go and talk with Pharaoh. Now, I don't know about you, but I can see Moses starting to tremble. Look at all the protests and excuses he comes up with for not stepping into his call, for turning down the assignment and refusing to take the first step. Moses was more ready than he thought. After all, he'd been practicing with sheep for a long time, and we all know that sheep aren't the smartest animal. They need a lot of help. So Moses' student teaching, as I look at it as an educator, was to get really good with the sheep so he would know how to handle the people of Israel. But then God. He steps into Moses' first excuse and gives Moses a description of who he, God, is. He plants the fact in Moses' mind that it is God who is in charge. It is God who the people will follow. So we see Moses' call and we see his assignment. Now let's look at the steps that God has given him in this latter part of Exodus 3. Step number one, in verse 16, God says, Now go and call together all the elders of Israel. And God tells Moses what to tell the elders. He also gives Moses some confidence by prophesying that the elders of Israel would accept his message. Step number two, in verse 18, God tells him that he and the elders were to go to the king of Egypt, Pharaoh, and tell him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. So please let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord, our God. Well, God goes on to prophesy the miracles he will perform, the stubbornness of Pharaoh, the ultimate release of the Hebrews, and the fact that that they would strip the Egyptians of their wealth. I want to remind you that we serve the same God that Moses served. God gave Moses his call. He gave him his assignment. 
and he gave him specific steps with what to say. Well, my friend, I believe that he will do the same for us. He does the same for us. Hopefully, we're not dragging our heels, making him pull us where he wants to go. Instead, let's surrender to his call. You know, one of the things I've been praying over and over these last few months is, Lord, your will, your way. When we look at the saints of old, the cloud of witnesses, our faith increases. Because we know that if he can be that specific with them, he can be that specific with us. So I pray for you today. First of all, if you don't know what your call is, I pray that God will reveal that to you as you come to him with an open heart. I pray that you would use God's phone number, <laughs> Jeremiah 33.3, which says, If you call, I will answer. So call on him, ask him, Lord, what is my calling? And once you know your call, ask him what your assignment is for this season. Then, when you know your assignment, ask him what your next steps are. Maybe it's only one step. When you know that step, ask him what you're supposed to do or say when you've taken or while you're in the midst of that step. As Christian life coaches, we have an advantage. We don't have to hustle and dig and strive. We go to our Lord, the King, and we ask him. Then we ask him to co-labor with us. That's what I just shared with you asking God questions, and then listening for his answers. It's so important for us to know our call, our assignment, and our next steps, because it's then that God will put all of our training together to serve our clients just like he did for Moses. God works in patterns. What he did for Moses, he'll do for you. So now, like any good coach, I'm going to give you an assignment. I want you to go into the Christian Coaches Called Higher Facebook group. If you're not already in there, look in the show notes for the link. Once you're in the group, I want you to post your call, your assignment, and your next step or steps. I can't wait to see what God has shared with you. Blessings, my friend. This podcast is brought to you by the Created to Coach Academy. Do you want to transform your coaching business by getting clarity on your call from God? Stepping out of content chaos and into increased cash flow? All while working from the middle of God's rest. Find out how by accessing my free podcast series, Masterclass. I've even included a workbook to get you started. Access it all at sherrytoledo.com forward slash podcast series. That's sherrytoledo.com forward slash podcast series.